Yes, yes. <laughs> so I want to thank you all for all your spending your uh, Easter afternoon uh, with me from four to six. Me and Hope, we're just hanging out here. So I appreciate the calls and uh, you guys listening. And remember, you can all the shows here at mytalk1071.com. You, they, you can stream them live anywhere in the whole wide world. I was talking to a, a, a it's called a canny collar. It's a better version of like the gentle leader. And they're in Australia. Okay. Yeah. And so I told them about a radio show. I said, you can stream me live <sighs> anywhere in the world. And Hopefully so they're listening. And what they did is they went to the website, you know, my talk once website and went mm-hmm. on demand. Yes. And so I got an email and we're listening to you. You sound pretty good. You know what you're talking about. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. From, you know, in the email, you don't get the Aussie accent. But <laughs> 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 so anyway, so I appreciate everybody listening and, and the input. And it's always great. And we had a great time at Chuck and Don's in Roseville last last week. We had a thank you to everybody that, that came out. And and uh, so it's just so Patty and, and John the mail. John. <laughs> I did that wrong. But anyway, uh, so the, the Larry the mailman and his wife Patty uh, came out, and they come out a lot when I go to appearances, and I can't. I recognize a few people. Yeah, it was a yeah, lot of fun. And I just, it's so nice when they take the time, and everybody take the time, and all the puppers I got to meet, and we had two cats that hung out the yes, whole time. We sure and that did. one white cat just sat on that gal's lap, and just, a dog on one side, dog on the other side. Mm-hmm. One dog got a little close, cat hissed, but didn't move. Didn't that's move. It. it was just like, holy crap. Now that is a well rounded cat. <laughs> and the cat, I thought the cat was probably like, you know, 100 years old. Old and that why it wouldn't and it wasn't sure. overweight, but it was only three years old. Oh, I really? Mean, yeah. So it was just because I said, "Is that an old cat or is it sick?" <laughs> just laying. I've just there. never seen a cat, you know, be that calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it's just it was great. So we, I want to thank Chuck and Don's for having us, and it was a fundraiser for the Pinky Swear. And so please go to PinkySwear.org, uh, new, new source. That's one of their uh, deals. They have committed to a, uh, donate a million dollars. And Chuck and Don's, what they did for a week is a dollar of every bag of dog food from. Um, Nutrisaurus or Pure Vita were uh, was donated to Pinky Yeah, Square. that's amazing. So, so I can't wait to hear what the total is on that. So anyway, okay, let's head to the phone line. Okay, we have Mike, and he's been treating his dog's ear, possible um, ticks infection, and just wants some tips on how to treat that. Okay. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Hey, so, I have a six-and-a-half, seven-year-old uh, rat terrier. Okay. And uh, I touch the dog all the time, so I'm always petting him and everything else. And uh, a couple days ago, he sort of Last week, sitting next to me, I was petting him in his right ear. Underneath his ear, it was kind of sticky and tacky, and I thought, oh, he got into something. Well, I looked inside there, and there was a bunch of dried blood, and it looked like two wood ticks, fully expanded, oh my. Um, bloody. Okay. And, uh, of course, it was a wood ticks. What it had, I don't know what had happened. He maybe itched the ear. He got to fight with the other dog in the house, which he never does. Okay. So I, I'm not sure where this is coming from. So I, I put some disinfectant on there. And um, it's looking better and everything else. But I'm wondering, is there some kind of a topic motion I can put on that? No, because you want to keep it dry because you don't want any kind of moisture to set up in there because then that can give you like a yeast infection and just, you know, it can harbor that moisture in that ear. Okay. Well, I think getting some of that dirt out of the ear is what I'm looking at. Do I use warm, soapy water? Or oh, no, 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 no. The best thing to do is take a, like uh, take your baby, f- baby finger and wrap a little bit of gauze on it and maybe yep. put a little bit of peroxide on it and now go down that. the center of the ear and then come up the sides of the ear. Don't go down the sides of the ear. Go down the center of the ear and come up the sides, okay? Yeah, pull, it, pull it towards you. 
Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so that's that's about but just a little bit of peroxide because you don't want it dripping because you don't want it to run into the ear because the dog is going to start flipping, you know, shaking his head. You won't be able to get nothing cleaned. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then sometimes, too, you can put it, like when people have ear mites to suffocate the ear mites, some people put a little bit of uh, glycerin on, you know, their, their finger and just mm-hmm. kind of wipe it inside the ear. But you got to be very careful. You do it too much, you can bite yourself in the butt. All right. Yeah. What but, do you mean? It's just got too much is too much. Right. It's just like with our with our ears too. If you put too much of that glycerin in, and then it attracts dirt and makes more stuff happen to the ears. So you just yeah. want a whisper of it. But I usually take like you know the clean like I say the gauze wrapped around your baby finger, or if you got a big dog around your pointy finger. Every rare occasions, like with cats, they have little uh, like the, not the canal but the little sl- sl- um, rivers or whatever to the side. I take a, 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 a Q-tip, you know, that has been in peroxide. And then wipe it, not into the ear, but, you know, I go in and then come out. But I don't go into the ear. I just get the canals that are like the folds of the skin where things can kind of get caught into is what I do. Right. You might not want to get that too close to the eardrum. That's why you're not going too deep. Oh, exactly. No, you don't want to. Yeah, that's why I know. I see my husband uses a Q-tips for his ears all the time. I said, you're not. So you're pushing the dirt in there. You know, if you don't use it right, you're doing more worse things. So that's why the best thing is, is that gauze so then you can't get in deep, you know, to cause that kind of problem. And then, like I say, with a li- little bit of peroxide in that. But just watch it. Then, like I say, uh, but don't put anything more on it because, like I say, moisture in there can cause more t- damage than uh, okay. than anything. Okay? Well, I've got one more question for sure. you. <clears throat> If you're petting the if you're petting this rat terrier and you go down past the shoulder blades left hand side, you have a little bump. Well, I've noticed this little bump about a year ago, and what it was is it looks like a dog on wood tick, but it's not a wood tick. Mm-hmm. Right under the fur, but if you take it, you kind of pinch it a little bit where it's hitting the skin. You can feel like there's nothing under there, under the skin, okay. like anything, nothing growing underneath that. But I'm just wondering, now last time I picked it off because it was almost going to come off. Right. It came off real nice and everything, and I seen a little pink dot. And from that little pink dot, all this time later, I've got this great big, huge thing under, it's turned black under his fur. Okay. It's, it's now, probably... Is there, nerves, is there nerves underneath the skin? Oh, yes. Uh, right and... Underneath the skin, even if it doesn't feel like you can almost touch the skin together if you put your fingers on it, follow it down and squeeze it. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's just like with your skin. You know, if you if you get a uh, paper cut, you know, yep. you you feel that, right? <laughs> yeah. And so that's why, yeah, there's definitely nerves are, you know, there, but uh, our feelings, you sense it, you know, but uh, that sounds like a fatty tissue uh, thing to me is what it is. Just have it looked at by the vet and they could tell you if it's, you know, usually if you could feel the back of it, it's just a fatty, t- uh, fatty tissue thing is what it is. And they can grow sometimes really fast and sometimes they just stay little and then all of a sudden blossom. Some people want them removed and then sometimes they remove them, they come back. You know, so, uh, and there's a lot of things on the uh, the, the doc about that as far as some people feel that some, uh, if what you feed can be, they're more prone to fatty tissue tumors like that, so... Well, let me tell you, let me, let me just say one more quick thing. I have another uh, rat terrier. It's a girl, a little bit older than this one, underneath its right leg, almost to the armpit, under, way underneath her. And he's, she's got one. But okay. it's just pretty as pink as you ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, my guess is they're fatty tumor. Uh, mm-hmm. whatever. They, they're not, they're 99% of the time benign. And so some people like to aspirate them just to make sure that they are doing okay. But usually the rule of thumb with most cancer is if it does not have a back to it, if it seems it attached, it probably will be cancerous. But if you right. if, there, if you can put your hand around it, it's probably not cancerous and just a fatty uh, cyst that, you know, drives you nuts. there doesn't seem to be any pain connected with it at all. Yep, yep. No, uh-uh. There usually isn't. 
And so, yeah, that's it's just some dogs get them, some dogs don't. But there again, uh, the uh, the scuttlebutt is uh, that's a lot of times uh, uh, what you're feeding can cause more, the fatty cysts more so than okay. other things. And Certainly. so that yeah, and so that's why like you know obviously processed food, uh, you know you might want to try to incorporate maybe some formulated raw or some freeze dried or some dehydrated, and not just do all processed foods. So then that hopefully then because I know that some people have had luck with uh, going to a total raw diet when they've had a dog with fatty tissues and they've absorbed they went away so so you just well, you know one more thing here real quick what do you think about the dog food that's in the bags the soft stuff it's it's almost like it's in the freezer for a refrigerator yeah, it's called, at the store. yeah it's fresh pet i'm not that i'm not a fan <laughs> Okay. And the reason is, is you know, it's better than than some, but the, but the, but the thing is, is that you got to look at, may say chicken, but then what did it look like before it was in that food? You know, there's chicken, and then there's chicken, yeah. and there's beef, and then there's beef. You know, the quality of the ingredients is what I look for, not yeah. just what it says on the package. You know, it's better than, like I say, feed, feeding some of the the pretty colored dog foods. <laughs> yeah, the it's, colors are only for us anyway, right? No, right. You got that right. It Because yeah. then we want to eat it. You know, it's like, oh, look at it. I want to feed that to you. The cuter it is, and that's how a lot of that stuff gets sold, is because we think it's cute, so we give it to our animals, and it's disgusting because it's got a lot of dyes and crap that we, yeah, it's just bad news. So stick with the harder stuff then. Well, that, or like I say, get some good, you know, raw, like raw bistro, Tucker's, uh, Northwest Nastro, or then you go to the freeze-dried, which is raw with the moisture taken out of it, you know. Well, we got that one with the, with the wolf on the package. You know which one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan. <laughs> not of that either, huh? No, because I don't care for diamond products because diamond what products were, a diamond was responsible for the melamine poisoning and all, all the dogs and Cats dying in 07 because they mm-hmm. outsource from uh, from China a lot, and so well, what would you what would you suggest as a good decent uh, cheaper you know I. I- I don't want. To, I don't want to pay seventy five dollars for. Well, no, you don't have to. And, and a high buck doesn't mean it's a good food either. Mm-hmm. That's what people think. It's a bigger. The more they, the, the higher the cost, you know, yeah. the better price. No, it's not. It's just you know, like the old. You know what the old saying is at a garage sale: something ain't moving for a buck. Put ten dollars on it, and somebody will buy it because they think it's I worth something. Yeah. You know. And so that's why, like I said, I love the Nutrisource products. Uh, you know, made in Peru, Minnesota. I love the Pure Vita products. Uh, but like I said, I mean that you have little dogs. I would strongly try to put them on. You know, like a formulated raw two three evenings a week you know in part of their diet as what i would do and so uh and and like i said that you can you learn a lot more about the dog you know foods you can go to dog uh, if you're an internet person go to um uh dogs and naturally magazine.com and they've got a lot of and they they put in these fatty cysts and and they you'll learn to read about them and and learn more about them too okay well you you mentioned nutra and did you say verta no, uh, it's Nutri-Source, made in Pura, Minnesota, Nutri-Source, and then Pure Vita, P-U-R-E-V-I-T-A. They're the same company, but one's the top of the line, one's the regular line, so. Okay, okay. well, you've been a great help. I appreciate it. Okay, kiddo, thank you. Have a great day. Happy Easter. Okay, what is the favorite jelly bean? What is the favorite jelly bean to eat? We'll be back. Yes, we're here. It's the Katie Canine Show every Sunday, 4 to 6. Answer your canine questions, occasional feline questions. Okay, what is your favorite? Uh, now, we're talking real jelly beans. We're not talking about jelly bellies, you know, that got gazillions of flavors. Okay, yes. <laughs> we're talking just the regular uh, jelly beans, the everyday old jelly beans. Got what, it. Okay, what is your favorite? I don't really have one. Don't you? 
Just okay. not the black licorice one. He, I love the black licorice. I know. Licorice. I figured. <laughs> I love those. And they're really hard to find. And they don't come in the package They're anymore. really hard to find? The oh, yeah. Bl- the black licorice ones? They, I think they're everywhere. No. I mean, they, have, they don't come in, a, in the bag anymore you know, oh. with all the other colors. You have to find. Oh, so they're separate. See? That's why. Yep. <laughs> And so anyway, but yeah, it used to be, but I love, but what, what, what flavor or what color do you think is all time, uh, pink, the pink ones? Oh, I don't know. I thought this was a trivia question. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what the all time, (laughs) what the favorite one of everybody is. Okay. Okay. Now, personally, I like the licorice ones. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the, the all time is, you're going to say the pink ones. I don't recall seeing pink ones. Well, I don't know. Regular. I don't know the regular jelly beans. Usually I guess they're, usually they're um, like kind of clear or white, oh. green, a yellow, red, um, sometimes black. I think there's one more color in there, and I can't remember. But anyway, okay. The number one favorite is the red jelly bean. Okay, the red jelly bean. That's a cherry one. I, I gotta admit, I like the red ones too. So, I'll take so that's that. That's the number one favorite <laughs> of jelly beans is the red. Now, in the jelly bellies, the popcorn flavor is mine. <laughs> what? Oh, I oh, love no. the popcorn, the Mm-mm. buttered popcorn one. Love those. Oh, <laughs> love them. Okay, never mind. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. You got people waiting. Yes, yeah, so we have Lavette, and she um, needs some recommendations about treating her dog with diabetes. Oh, okay. Hey, Lavette, how you doing? Hi. Hi. Nice talking to you. Nice talking. Hi. My daughter and I have a little dog, a Shih Tzu Poodle mix. Okay. And um, she's been recently diagnosed with diabetes. Mm -hmm. So she needs two shots a day of insulin. Okay. The problem is this is a real happy dog that has never bit anybody, just lovable. Now she's so resistant. We were even thinking maybe we should just get a muzzle or something and hold her down. Cause <laughs> they say if we don't give her the shot, she could die. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Diabetes is nothing to mess with in the animal world or the human world. Okay, right. now, now I got a question for you. Now, how old is the dog? She's about nine years old. Okay, then the big question, the big million-dollar question, is she overweight? Okay. Yes. Okay, that's the million. She was overweight, but now she's lost a lot of weight because the the vet gave her some new food. Okay, okay. And she's always hungry and she's always thirsty. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, thirsty comes with the diabetes type thing. Now, remember, I'm not a vet, okay? Okay, but but we're just trying to figure out a way to, I don't want, you know, like to give her the shot where mm -hmm. she won't, feel like we're attacking her. Right. And the, the bigger thing, though, what you could do for this dog, if you truly, truly love this dog, and, yeah, you, and so the, we got to get that weight off the dog ASAP, all right? And okay. so I would put her, get her off of all processed food, and that okay. means any dry food, all the stuff that you buy in the stores. You want to put this dog on a formulated raw diet and then a dehydrated diet. You know, you can rotate okay. between because you want to get the sugars out of there because that's what's going to, you know, obviously spike her, you know, you know, because all the processed food, the dry foods, is at least sixty percent carbs. Carbs turn I into mean, sugar. Sugar turns into fat, right? And right. so, so what we need to do is get her on like a formulated uh, raw, and then um, that you get is out of the freezer in a pet store, you know, near you. And then that what what we call uh, dehydrated, which is like Sojo's or Honest Kitchen. All right. Okay. okay. I'm writing it down. Yep. Sojo's S O J O or Honest Kitchen. Okay. 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 So then they also have what's called freeze dried, which is a raw, but the moisture taken out if you don't want to deal with uh, raw out of the freezer. And all, okay. everything should always be at room temp. 
Okay, put a little bit of warm water on it or whatever. And so by rotating this in and then your dry food out is what you want to do. Because the dry food is, like I said, at least 60% carbs. And that turns into sugar. And then what we want to try to do is get get her weight down. And then you're going to have to give her less and less insulin. All right. And so Mm -hmm. now are you an Internet person? Yeah. Okay. Uh Okay. Then what you're going to do, get ready for this. Okay. You're going to become your own sleuth here, and you're going to have to start reading up on this so that you know best to do. So you're going to do Dogs Naturally Magazine.com, Dogs Naturally Magazine.com, and then Healthy Pets. Dot Mercola.com. Mercola is M E R C O L A. Okay, healthy pets.com. Yeah, healthy pets.mercola.com. And you're going to go there, and then in their search boxes, you're going to put type in dog diabetes. All right. Okay. And so then okay. you're going to start reading and empowering yourself. Then it's going to be dogs with diabetes, uh, what you're going to feed them. All right. Okay. As far, so okay. what the whole thing is, is that you're going to, you know, empower yourself. Don't wait for me to give you the answers or your vet to give you answers because most vets just diagnose and prescribe. And if she just okay. was diagnosed with this, if you can yeah. get get that weight down, believe it or not, I've seen some dogs and cats, if they haven't been on insulin for too long, that have gotten totally off of insulin. All right. Oh, and so the great. thing is, is but what it, but the whole thing is, is that you've got to remember is that you have to, like I say, feed less at a nine year old dog. How many pounds is she? Uh, well, now she's down to about um, 12 or 13. OK. OK. Because uh, probably some weight. Okay, good. But we want her to keep losing is what we want, okay? okay. And so okay. that's why whatever, you don't feed by what she weighs now. You feed by what she should weigh, and then you okay. cut that back. Because now she's nine years old, it's only maintaining her. You know, she's not growing anymore, so she's only maintaining. And no okay. treats in between, all right? You got to know. Oh, next- we've been giving her treats to get her to be still for the shot. Oh, yeah, we know you, we, when you're going to give the shot. Okay, well, uh-huh. then, but then get, you know, like some freeze-dried or some raw and give that to her, okay? Okay. Okay, okay. so, then, but don't be giving her treats for this and treats for that, And but you're going to use that or you're going to double-team her, like, you got the treat, you're going to talk real happy, and then what mm-hmm. you're going to, you know, and then give her the shot, and then yay, team. And so, yeah, it's yeah. tough. And, you know, you can use the human... Uh, what do you call it? You know how they have that uh, for diabetics. You can go to Walgreens or CVS or whatever, and and they have that uh, where it pokes you and it can read your your uh, you know your oh yeah you, okay you um, now what, what yeah. I don't even know what to call it. Do you know what it is, Hope? Yeah, uh, I know what you're we, talking about, but. It's a meter. I use it. Yeah, yeah. It's diabetes. It's a meter. Yes. And, um, I don't know what you call it, but yeah, 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 because you can use that on dogs and cats too. Okay, so you could take your because there's no and this is what I don't understand with vets when they're dealing with dogs and cats diabetes. We take if we're diabetic, we take our readings at least two, three times a day. Right. I have a friend. Right. And so and so then but now the vets just say, here, you're going to do this and they don't check them for two weeks. Sure. I I don't understand this. And they should empower the owners to be testing a couple times a day, you know, to see now how much insulin does he need instead of over giving him, you know, giving him too much insulin or maybe they don't need, you know, both, you know, two times a day and maybe they just need it one you know so that's what i don't understand is why they just kind of st- go the steady of the road here just do this we'll talk later yeah. and it should be a daily thing that you're you know you're working with your animal with okay and okay. So, th- so but that's why by going to those two websites that can help you you mm-hmm. know because they're they're natural it's for the natural 
you know, uh, they're holistic, what I, I would say. <laughs> and so it, it can, you can empower yourself, ask questions, and then a good okay. holistic vet, you know, Dr. Jess, uh, you know, I have her on the show. She's a holistic-vet-care.com. And so she can work with you to help you get those numbers down, get weight off the dog, and hopefully maybe get them down to maybe hardly any insulin of in- insulin at all. But if you do, like, because it Dr. is. Dr. Jess? Yep. J-E-S-S? Well, her last name is Levy, L-E-V-Y. Dr. Levy, L-E-V-Y, oh. Jessica Levy. Oh, oh, okay. And she's at oh. Holistic, her, her website is holistic-vet-care.com. And you can find okay. her contact info on your page on oh, my talk yeah, as well. Oh, that's a true. Link. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. go to mytalk1071.com, go to the KDK9 show page, and there's a link right there to Dr. Jess. Oh, perfect. Okay, because that's what I would do is I would look to... I'm so worried about this this situation. This is going to help a lot. Oh, yeah. No, you just empower yourself and you'll be really surprised at how things can come together for you. Okay. Okay. Thank and so, you yeah. So much. And then remember, you remember, just like diabetes, just in humans, stay away from the sugar. So that's why freeze dried, okay. raw, formulated raw, and then uh, dehydrated. Those three different types will help okay. you out. Okay. I'm writing it down now. Okay. Thank you. So you keep me. Much. Yep. Keep me posted. Have okay. A, have a happy Easter. Happy. I'll keep you posted. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah, I just don't understand why vets do that. They do that with uh, all the cats. They just basically say, here's the insulin. We'll see it in, you know, two weeks or a month. And, and then we'll double check. We'll check stats then. It's like. It's so much to, like, if you don't know, I wouldn't know, like, to educate, research. And, like, now you have this situation to take care oh, of. Exactly. And, and it's and like a big responsibility. Not, right. And vets aren't God, number one. And number two, I, I just don't understand why they don't help an owner. Our doctors help us when right. we're diabetic, mm-hmm. you know, diabetic. Sure, yeah. But then if we were smart, then we also go look at what other things can we do for ourselves. Definitely. Instead of just taking, you know, being a drone and keep doing the insulin or doing the insulin. How can I help my be- body be better? You know, maybe it's some herbs or such like that, that I don't need as much insulin mm-hmm. or I, maybe I can turn things around. And it can be. I've, I've known people that have had diabetic cats, especially, that have turned it around where they've gotten, if they have not been, not been on the insulin for any length of time. Sure. And and it's it's, it's phenomenal. It really is. Yeah. And, and just look, look at like people that are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, you know, humans. Uh, most of them, by changing their diet, they can so, get up. Not, they're no longer type 2 diabetic, diabetic. Right. And so it's there is, there's a lot to, when it comes to diabetes, it all has to do with the diet. And that's why, and a lot of, the, you know, vets, unfortunately, want to put them on the, um, the specialty diets. <laughs> and we all know I'm not a fan. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, but that's why if people empower themselves and give Go out there and look and get to the white good holistic websites. You know, there. I know that I understand. I am not. I uh, I hate the internet. I I, I do <laughs> it not can be pretty dark and pretty wrong. Yeah. I do not sit and surf and surf and surf. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I I talk to people that are people in the internet. You know, that know the internet stuff. I say, okay, I want some like three good solid trustworthy websites of course. for this. I don't want to go fishing and get into a wrong exactly. whereas, miscommunication or misinformation and such like that. Because I don't believe everything that's on the internet. But these two websites that I'm always touting, I wish they would give me a dollar for every time they <laughs> said <laughs> Well, they heard you now, so yeah, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, I'd, if they gave me a dollar, I'd donate it to a good cause. Of course. Which reminds me, Bark for Life is coming up May 2nd, Saturday. From uh, They're doing a 5K run at the beginning and then uh, at 8 and then at 
8.30 uh, yoga with your dogs in the park. Fun. And then the walk is at 9.30 and check-in is at 9. And that's at Barker's Alps. If you want to find out more about it, go to relayforlife.org slash bark stillwater MN. And you can join the Katie K9 team. My team, the highest person or fundraiser on my team will get a very nice, I, I don't like everybody's short of a better word, basket, but I don't do baskets. You know, I, I do like take like a nice dog bed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, so of course. Anyway, so yeah. So if you join my Katie K9 team, you can just go to, like I say, relayforlife.org uh, slash bark stillwater MN. And then just said, you want your team? Yes. Oh, you can make your own team or you can go be individually. Hopefully you'll put that day aside and come on down. There's vendors, there's food, there's everything. It's a great day. And it's a fundraiser for the American Cancer Society. Okay. Am I, am I late here? We got to go. Oh, yes. Sorry. Hey, there I go. Okay. Kids eat jelly beans. How? As far as do they eat them one at a time, stuff a whole handful? What do they do? We'll be right back. All right. That would be the KDK9. And once again, I want to thank you guys for spending your Easter with me today and your Sunday afternoons. I greatly appreciate that. Okay. Kids eat jelly beans. Okay. Ready this? Yes. Okay. One at a time. What's the percentage? 50, 55, or 70? 55. 55% one at a time? Nope, 70%. One oh, at a time, they kids will eat. A lot higher than they okay. thought. Uh, stuffing the whole mouth, you know, the full of <laughs> yeah. jelly beans. Okay, would it be uh, 19%, 20%, or 23%? I'll do 19. 23%. 23. 23 stuff mm. the whole mouth, and it's more go- boys than girls that's stuff the mouth with jelly beans. Okay. But otherwise, 70% <laughs> eat one at a time. All right? It's pretty high. I know. I only eat one at a time. I, I want to savor each taste. I know, but for kids, I'm kind of surprised yeah, that I, I figured they'd be... Yeah. Well, guys, you know, little boys, you know, <laughs> they're always in a hurry. Okay, who's up? We have Monique on the line, and her dog keeps going to the bathroom in the home. Uh-oh. Hey, Monique, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for holding on. I greatly appreciate it. How's your Easter going? Yeah. Pretty good. Just doing some cooking. All right. What are we cooking? Um, <laughs> I'm making Greek salad. Ooh, that sounds good. My girlfriend is one. Uh, she's a really good Greek salad maker. <laughs> okay, so what do we got? Dog potty in the house? Uh, yes. I have three Chesapeake Bay Retrievers, and my boy is really naughty, and we have to lock him up when we leave. All right. How old is he? Um, he will be three... Uh, this summer. Oh, three this summer. Okay. And then is he fixed? He's not. Okay. Um, not, none of them are fixed. Okay. And that lies the problem. It's called, it's not yep. potty training problem. It's called a marking problem. <laughs> it's, yep. Is what it is. And so the only thing you can do is you can put a diaper on him. So he can't, if he whizzes, he whizzes on himself. All right. And then where you want it, where they clean up all the places that he goes, make sure you either use anti-icky poo. That's the best stuff, mm-hmm. stuff on the market. Or some people have success with just half vinegar, white vinegar, half uh, water. But you got to make sure that you get that smell, that smell scent out of there. Is there any particular places that he always w- try, takes a leak or what? Uh, typically like the same three spots. But uh, my question is more with number two is seems to be the bigger problem. Wait, he, he doodles in the house? Yeah. Oh, but okay. He, only, he does it. I believe that when he's not getting enough attention. Okay. That's my theory. I'm not 100% on that. 
Yeah, no, um, that would be that would be a human emotion. It's called spite. You're not going to give me yeah. attention. I'm going to go poop in your corner and poop in a yeah. corner. And the thing is, is that no, dogs don't have that. The, people do, but dogs don't. Okay, usually when a dog is at that age, especially at three, if he's still doodling in the house, the the main reason is it's called anxieties. As far as they get, okay. you know how you know how like um if you you get really antsy because you're going someplace and all of a sudden you have to stop and go potty because things start cycling through, right? And so if yeah. the the house is getting amped up, then he might go, oh geez now I got to go <laughs> or yeah. he, he just gets himself amped up for some reason and so what you got to do is that now when you let these because you have three dogs are they all big dogs uh yeah they're all 90 pounds okay whoa we got a big house and then now do you have a fenced in yard uh no okay so then uh, what do you use how do they go how what is your protocol for potty um you know what they actually are very good about staying in the yard they go out they'll spend about 10 minutes outside Okay. We'll stay by the door, and they come back inside, you know. Okay. He he gets distracted when he goes outside, and I think that's part of the problem. Yep. He's yep. one where he always has to have a toy, but we don't allow him to have toys outside. Okay. Okay. So it's like he has to go find something else to do. Okay, what I would suggest is that when you take, you're going to put him on like a 15 or 20-foot long line, not a retractable, but a long line, okay? Like get mm-hmm. a rope that feels good in your hands, put a hook on it, and then you're going to take him out. I don't care what the other two dogs are doing, but you're going to bring him to a certain area that you want him to go potty in, and then you're going to stand okay. still. Go potty, go potty, go potty, and when he does go potty, good potty. Thank you. Good potty. Don't say good boy. Okay, then maximum time outside is two minutes. If he doesn't get his business, okay done, you bring him back in, wait a minute or two, take him back out again. Go potty, go potty. Now, remember, you always get a piddle and a doo-doo first thing in the morning, and if you only get the piddle and not the doo-doo, it's in there. <laughs> Let's say yeah. the second time that you take him out, he's still no doo-doo, put him in his kennel, feed him, wait 15, 20 minutes after that, take him back out, 10 to 1, you'll get the doo-doo, all right? Yep. And so then what you're after here is that you're going to regulate, you're going to teach him what it's called and where to put it. Don't rely on him, because there are a lot of dogs that get out there, oh, look at the butterfly, look at the squirrel, and you know they may take the top of their tank off, but they don't actually go potty. So what you're yep. after here is to teach him what potty is called, where it goes, and do it. <laughs> and okay. not get sidetracked, so that then, you know what I mean, that you're in charge of the situation. And until he gets better at it. Now, are your dogs kennel trained? Uh, no. Okay. Because otherwise, because that's really tough then, that when he's in the house, if they if they don't know, you know, if they're not kennel trained, then you, you can't control the situation. So either he's yeah. going to be on a leash with you or in the same room as you or create a playpen area or something. You know, that's kind of tough for, you know, that 90-pound dog to have a playpen area. <laughs> but uh, we're gated off with baby gates or something that you have total control so he doesn't get in the habit of sneaking off and going and doing that, that he's learning to hold it and put it where you want it when you need well, it. Well, like I said, we uh, we kennel him when we leave, but that wasn't always what we've done. We've only been doing that for a few months now. So he doesn't, he won't obviously, obviously go to the bathroom in his kennel. Right. Right. So he, he but, is kennel trained then. Okay. So then when you don't have time to pay, he has to be in the same room as you. He can never leave the room. All right. And if you are b- busy yeah. doing something, then he's in his kennel. So you know where he's at and what he's up to. So he can't go and do his doo-doo. You've got to control the situation. Okay. You can start feeding him in his kennel. So the kennel means something more special to him. Throw a treat in there every once in a while. And he goes in there for five minutes here, a half hour there. Uh, you know, just rotate it up so that he's happy to use his kennel. But that's going to be your savior then. If you, you're, if you don't have time... Uh, 
when he's in the room with you, your eyes, if you have to, put him on a leash so he doesn't sneak away. But then if you don't yep. have time, then he's in his kennel. And you're going to be doing that for at least the next two months because he's been doing this for three years. you got to give him a, you know, a couple months to readjust and make a new behavior. And, and by yep. you teaching him what it's called, where to put it, and go from there. All right? Okay. All right. Good luck. Right. Happy Great. Easter. Good luck with your Happy Greek Easter, salad. <laughs> Bye-bye. Greek salad. That sounds very good. Yes, it does. <laughs> I know it. it, was, it like I said, my one girlfriend, man, she's a salad guru. I mean, she's... what she makes do, beautiful salads. Oh, yeah, and it's so good. And it's nothing that I would ever try in a million years, but because she made it, you know, yeah, I gotta be nice. And all of a sudden, I'm like, and it's oh good. my goodness, and I like this. <laughs> I've had somebody making salads for me like that with, you know, like with strawberries in it or peaches in mm. there and a bit of cheese and all that. But I, I would definitely eat salads. I really would. But I, I, I've tried them on my own. You're just like, uh, someone yeah. else just make them. I can't bake a cake and I can't make a decent salad. <laughs> God knew what I was doing there. And if I could be a big good baker, oh my Lord. I can't I, bake. I, I would weigh about a gazillion times more than I am now. Because that's my, my weakness is like donuts and cakes. Oh, really? Pastries, you know, good. I like chips and dip, so. Oh, well, I like chips and dip, too. <laughs> I like that, too. I'll take a donut, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it's whatever. I, my my one girlfriend uh, uh, made a birthday cake for her dad last week, but she made, it was a three-tier cake. I don't know what the, she was thinking. Wow. Well, her dad, when the, the, at the get-together, they ate the top tier. Okay. And her husband took the second tier. Okay, and then she was so kind to drop it off at my doorstep in the Aww. cake pan, you know, and I got the third tier, and I've been eating on that all all week, <laughs> and I mean, I'm just like, no, I can't, This is, but it's so good, because just, the cake is very, you know, moist, mm. and then, but the, the, the frosting is sweet, but not like the twangy. Sure, not overbearing, know, just the right. right. It's just because she pre she made everything from oh, wow. Well, no, the cake it's was amazing. a box cake, but the frosting was by hand, and she decorated it really way cool. So I was impressed. But anyway, so yeah, I, but so all week I've been munching on that cake, and so it's just like <laughs> nice keep, treat to well, have. I keep asking, Will, 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 don't you want some? Nah, not right now. It's like, come on, I'm Help eating me. this thing myself, <laughs> but it's not good because we got a quarter of the cake left, and I ate it all this <laughs> <laughs> last Sunday. <laughs> well, I'm sure she's happy that uh, you're enjoying it. Yeah, I know. Like I said, thank goodness somebody knows how to. Okay, where are we at here? Let's see. This is the last question for the, the day, isn't it? Yes. So anyway, okay, pretzels. Oh, wait a minute. I know what I was going to do. Okay, where's the other hand? There we go. Okay, ready for this? Okay, when you eat your the chocolate bunnies, you know what the, okay, uh, what percentage of Americans eat the ears first? Okay, you ready? Uh, uh, 56%, 66%, or 76%. 56, 66, or 76% of Americans eat the ears off first of the chocolate bunnies. Be back. Now, remember tonight we're watching Deception, right? And what did you say, Channel 5? Yes. Yes, Channel 5. Deception, right after 9 o'clock. American Idol. Yes, I don't. I, <laughs> I like the voice. Sorry. I'm, oh, not, I, I'm I not switching over. No, I'm not mm. switching over. I've dabbled, you know, I've checked in with the Idol a couple of times. Yeah, not a fan. Oh, well. Okay, ready? What did yes. I say? Okay. 56, 66, or 76% of Americans eat the chocolate bunny ears first. 66. 76. Oh, <laughs> there you go. It's not good at trivia tonight, but it's there okay. We go. Okay. There are 700 million peeps that are made each year for Easter. And there are 90 million chocolate Easter bunnies in the ones in foil that are made each year. 90 wow. million. Can you imagine that? that is <laughs> I didn't get any this year. You know, so. the first peeps were made in 1953, and it took 27 hours to make one. 
Wow. 27 why? hours. I don't know. Like, why would I wish you? I knew. <laughs> now it takes six minutes. This is what I don't understand, though. Those I don't think peeps. that's a good yeah, one I don't either. Get it. Yeah, six minutes to make a peep? Yeah. That totally, I don't get it. That is just ridiculous. I, myself, I hate them peeps. Yeah, I'm not I, a fan. I tried roasted it. Uh, oh, you know, like, you know, like, like a, a marshmallow? marshmallow. Yeah. How did that go? Not well. <laughs> Not well. Not well. The sugar kind of caramelized and oh, kind of burnt I the suppose. crap out of the the, oh. the bunny. <laughs> and so the bunny was no. Yeah. So I wasn't putting it on no cracker or nothing. So, oh, well. Okay. And then I want to welcome Pet Cremation of Minnesota. Uh, John, the Pet Cremation of Minnesota is an awesome place. I have dealt with them in the past. Okay. And so I want to welcome them to the show. And then, of course, yeah. of course, we always, we love our Wapiti Labs, uh, com, And we love our Nutrisource, Pet Food. Com. And then also we love Northwest Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic in Amory, Dr. Jill and Dr. Jeff. Uh, they do low-cost spay and neutering and uh, low uh, vaccinations, low-cost. And everybody thinks low-cost are cheap. No, 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 no. If you would, if you would compare the uh, vet prices of vets outside of the Twin City area okay. compared to in the Twin City areas. Yeah. It's phenomenal, the difference. Phenomenal. The location, yeah. I guess. And so they live in um in, in Amory, so they're considered, you know, out there. Okay. Yep. Okay. So it's not they're not it's not because they're not good and they're cheap. Right. And you know, reasonable. No, it's a question of what vets outside of the Twin City area are a lot lower cost. You just have to make the drive. Right. And, and like I said, Dr. Jill and Dr. Jeff there and they do Saturday visits and stuff like that. And I think now they actually do some surgeries on Saturday too. Well, that's and so, really yeah. nice of them. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I love those guys. They've taken care of a couple cats and a couple dogs uh, spaying for me and neutering. So so we want to thank those guys. Without those guys, we wouldn't be here because right. I wouldn't have any... Um, or good sponsors. partnerships and sponsors. Yes, yep. yes, yes. So they keep me talking. So please let them know you heard it on KDK9. And KDK9 talked about them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's take the last call for the day. Okay, we have Julie. Um, her cat has a vet appointment tomorrow, and she has questions about vaccines. All right. Hey, Julie, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Happy uh, Easter. Happy Easter. So how old's your cat? Um, well, our, he was a hitchhiker this winter. Okay. Um, <laughs> he came home in an engine compartment of my son's car. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. He was probably, I guess, I don't know exactly how old he was because, like I said, he was a stowaway. Um, but I'm guessing he was maybe six weeks when he came home. He really? How how long uh, a uh, ride hitchhiking? <laughs> oh, probably two miles. Okay, but still, I just can't with the loudness of the... Oh, wow. Okay, continue. <laughs> anyway, so he has his first um, vet appointment tomorrow. All right. Um, which we need to do before we can get him neutered. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a feeling, because I've been to this vet before, um, that they're going to want him to have every vaccination under the sun. You got it. And I'm wondering which ones are really the ones that he should have. Okay, how old is he now? Um, at the most... Five months. Five months. Okay. Okay. My, you know, the less is better. All right. The, the the only thing that I would do is distemper and upper respiratory. Do not do the rabies shot at this time because when you okay. do the rabies shot, that's the heart most harmful because it affects the neurological system. You okay. know, what you want to wait. Uh, I say personally myself, and with, along with a couple of the holistic vets, is to wait. Like, let's say what co- shots you get tomorrow. Okay, then wait at least two months, and then if you get the rabies at that point. The later, the older the cat is with rabies and dogs, I believe, and same with other people believe, as far as what we've read and stuff like that, it's healthier for the animal. All right, but you okay. want it all by itself and not with any 
combination shot. And if your vet poo-poos this, don't say Katie K9 said so. <laughs> they hate that. But Katie K9 says, <laughs> okay, you want to empower yourself. And you can go to uh, healthypets.mercola.com. Dr. Becker, she's got some cat articles. And then if you go to my website, um, uh, you know, K, the letter K, letter T, letter K, number nine dot com, and go to the radio show, click on the radio show on the left side, and then scroll down. There's, I think it's called the con- Conscientious Cat, if I'm not mistaken, but it's a guru in the cat industry as far as her articles about cats and stuff like that. And okay. so, you know, so you want to empower yourself. And so the thing right. is, is that, but now he's going to want you to do feline Luke and all this other stuff. Don't, no, 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 no. There's a, uh, there's so much for you to know <laughs> that I don't have time to talk to about. But so that's the thing is, is that um, less is better and no uh, like topical, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Fleas and tick, you know, stay, don't be doing that. Do it naturally. You know, you don't, don't need uh, any of that stuff. Uh, uh, now, yeah, he's strictly an indoor cat. So. Yeah, good. But, uh, you know, everybody, the vets always say, oh, but what happens if he gets out? Then he's not protected. Well, and it's like, you know what? Hello. I have, yeah, we'll yeah. figure that out if that happens. Right, but, but yeah, but Dr. Karen Becker, you know, her site, healthypets.mercola.com. But like I say, what, personally, if it was my cat, what I would do tomorrow would be uh, uh, the distemper and then the uh, upper respiratory. I don't know what the 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 official name of the upper respiratory one is, <laughs> but you can look at. But you can look up uh, online. Go core. What are the core shots for cats? All right. And core shots means you know just the the bottom line ones. Yep. But that changes. You know, especially they because you know they want to. Our pets are becoming pin cushions, and so yeah, that's yeah. And so that's why you've got to look and see. The only two would be the, the for cats distemper and and now the latest thing is people they're. T- they're trying to get cat owners all up in arms about that the cats can get heartworm. Oh, here we got a shot for heartworm. But you know, people, 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 just step away from the shots. <laughs> and so, yeah, so if you empower yourself and know what you're going to go in there for, but you got to do, like I say, go to that website and then just put it out there and just say, uh, what are the core shots for cats? What are ne- I, I want to do things more holistically. You know, I mean, just start searching and empower yourself. So when you go in there, you can say, you know what? I've done this, this, and this. And by you searching and reading, you're going to remember it a lot more than what I tell you here. All right. right. And so that's, yep. And so that's why you, you get out there and, and then like, and if the vet tries to push anything on you, say, you know what, I just want to do this and this, and then I'll think about the other ones and I'll get back to you. All right. So remember, don't let them feel like you're a crappy owner because you're not doing this, this, and this. They, that's right. what they do. Is they, I have a feeling that's what they're going to do. Oh, too. yeah, definitely. But if you go in forearmed going, hey, I know you're going to throw this crap at me. And then I'm just simply going to say, you know what? I just want this, this, and I will take the rest under consideration and get back to you. And that's what All you right. just do. You don't go up against the vet's ego. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but uh, thank you for asking, though, instead of just becoming a drone and just going in and just, you know, okay, whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, nah. And so, and then like getting the cat fixed, you know, usually you want to wait till the cat is six months, uh, six to seven months to get them fixed. All right. But don't get them fixed. And this is what I don't also don't understand is like a lot of vets will bring them in for the, to get fixed. And then we'll do, we'll update all the shots. My goodness. You just cut the cat open. You know what I mean? And so then, and now you're going to put like diseases in their body. So you don't think all that stress is going to do something. <laughs> and so that's what I just don't get. See, what yeah. do you, before I forget, now, did you by any chance name this cat hitchhiker? No, it, he's black and white. The kid's named him Oreo. So. Oreo, oh, but I, Hitchhiker. His middle name could be Oreo Hitchhiker. 
There we go. <laughs> Every pet has to have that middle name, so when you yell at it, they know you're really mad, you know, just like us kids. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so that's what you want to do. Your mission now tonight, before you go in there, feel and, you know, look, and then you make your, your mind. And if you really get it, just email me up at Katie's Canines. You know, you can go to my website, and you can email at the top, and just say, okay, this, this, what's, what's your thought on this, this, and this? But I want you to do the looking up, because like I said, then you're going to remember it more, and empower yourself more, and have a better discussion with your vet. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Good luck, kiddo. Bye-bye. Oreo the Hitchhiker. <laughs> cool yeah, story. Yeah, that is. I, that's amazing. I've heard of cats literally going, you know, distances. We're talking wow. 100 miles <laughs> as a hitchhiker. Wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's just, I just, I, I think what happens, they just get so scared, they mm, freeze. It's, sure. You know, so, uh, uh, yeah, that is, that's crazy. Oh, well. <clears throat> there we go. Okay, I hope everybody had a great Easter. Did you have an Easter dinner? Or are you going home for Easter dinner? Or what are we doing? Nope, I just worked all day, and then I'm um, going to treat myself to some wine or something this evening oh, for well, all my hard work this weekend. You, well, I, 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 cheers. <laughs> yeah, cheers. So, but, What kind of wines do you like? Um, I prefer white, so I have a okay. bottle of Savion Blanc. Okay. So, well, yeah. I know I bartended for 30 years. I know nothing about wine <laughs> because a good bartender tastes the drinks so they know if you put too much of this or too much of that or whatever right. type of thing. So I went through my years of testing them out. Yes. I couldn't get past the wine thing. Oh, I even could. drank scotch and I hate scotch. Oh, but yeah, I can't I, I do just, that. Yeah, and people look at me like, but you were a bartender. How come you know nothing about wines? Because I don't like wines. I couldn't get over that. But anyway, coming up next is Dishing Up Nutrition, one of my favorite shows on the station along with many other shows. Thank you for listening and taking time out of your Easter today. I greatly appreciate it. Hope the rest of your Easter day. Make sure you keep that candy out of the dogs and cats' faces. Happy Easter.